Many preppers miscalculate how much they rely on coffee. It should be included in our food storage, but how do you go about doing this so that you have fresh coffee grounds when you are ready to brew? And what should you do when your stockpile finally runs out? Hey, this is episode 792 of the Ready Your Future podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you prepare for a better future. It's all about loving your people, getting prepared, and living free. I'm Todd Sepulveda, a regular guy living in the suburbs who understands the need to be better prepared for the future. Hey, are you looking to up your preparedness knowledge? Don't spend time bouncing around the internet for the best preparedness content. Instead, sign up for the top preparedness articles and get them right in your email. For $5 a month, you can get the top preparedness articles from around the internet sent to your email weekly. You can choose to read them or drop them in the pocket app and have them read to you as you go about your day. The buy me a coffee link to the top preparedness articles is in the show notes. And guys, I want to say that when you subscribe to the Top Preparedness Articles, you are also supporting the podcast, and I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I also want to say I greatly appreciate Krista for buying me a coffee over at Buy Me a Coffee. That's always appreciated, and uh, it's very convenient, right? We're talking about coffee this time around. All right, before we jump into the article, I thought it might be kind of fun to just bring up uh, a little bit of coffee trivia for you if you're a coffee drinker and uh, or if you're not these might be interested interesting to you um here here they go so i have a, a about five or six of them the world's oldest cat named cream puff lived to be 38 years old and drank coffee every morning all right how about that coffee is the second most traded commodity on earth did you know that um the first of course is oil but the second one is coffee that's how much people drink and that's how important it is to people uh, the first webcam was invented at the University of Cambridge to monitor a coffee pot. How about that? He's like, hey, who's, who's, have you ever, you work in an office, right? Where it's like somebody, you know, takes the last bit of coffee and then they don't turn off the coffee pot or they just let it sit there, you know, with just barely there, any in there. And then it winds up burning and smelling and you can smell burnt coffee, right? Maybe that's what they were trying to do. Here's another one. The word coffee comes from the Arabic word gahawa, which means wine of the bean. Coffee beans were used as currency in Ethiopia until the 19th century. And here's the last one. The average American spends around $1,100 on coffee each year. All right. So a couple of uh, pieces of trivia there for our, you know, that's dealing with coffee. So this article comes to us from Survival Sullivan, and it's entitled Long-Term Coffee Storage, Get It to Last Five Plus Years. So let's go ahead and jump into this one, and then we can talk a little bit about maybe some ideas of what you can do on the other side of you know, finishing your coffee or when you're getting close to finishing it if you can't replenish it for whatever reason. So let's go ahead and get started. It's no exaggeration to say that coffee quite literally makes the world go round when it comes to work and industry. I'm serious. A caffeine-fueled coffee break has literally changed modern labor forever. It's a fascinating subject, and you should look into it. But on a more practical level, most people just can't get going in the morning without that hot cup of joe. Accordingly, as self-reliant folks, it's in our best interest to lay in a large supply of coffee for the long haul if we or anyone in our family is a caffeine fiend. But out of all the foods that we might store, it is coffee that has one of the most variable shelf lives. It might last for only a few months or could last for more than five years. The secret is in how the coffee is prepared, packaged, and stored. Do it wrong and your coffee might spoil long before you ever pull it out of your stash. 
to help prevent that from happening, I'll be telling you everything you need to know about long-term coffee storage in this guide. Follow these tips and procedures, and I promise your coffee will stay fresh forever. So there is a link to a video here on how to store coffee long-term. It's a, from DIY Prepper. And so if you go to the article, you can click into this uh, video and, and, and watch this one. So does coffee really go bad over time? Yes, coffee can and will go bad over time. This is because coffee contains oils that will oxidize or even go rancid. When the oils in coffee are exposed to air and moisture, they begin to break down and lose their flavor. This process is called oxidation. As the oils continue to break down, they can eventually go rancid and produce a foul smell and taste. To slow down the oxidation process, it's important to store coffee properly. Coffee should be stored in an airtight container away from moisture, heat, and light. It's also recommended to buy whole bean coffee and grind it just before use. This will help preserve the freshness and flavor of the coffee. So can you trust the expiration date on the package? Not really. The expiration date on a package of coffee is typically a best buy date. This means that the coffee will be at its freshest and best quality up until that date, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it is unsafe to drink if you brew it after that. And guys, that's the most cases for expiration dates that you find on a lot of food is just a best buy date. In fact, most coffees will be totally safe to drink quite a while after the best by date has passed. However, it is important to note that the longer coffee sits after the best by date, the more likely it is to lose its flavor and aroma. So while it may still be safe to drink, it may not taste as good as fresh coffee. I got to tell you, I do the shopping for my family and I've talked about it you know, often. I go early in the morning, usually Saturday mornings, and I'm there when the, when the store opens. And I was doing that during COVID, but I, was, I just kept doing it now because it's just... Uh, is just convenient. And, and I've been in the grocery store where everybody is at, especially the big one that I go to. And there's just so many people and then just navigating the aisles and stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's so much easier. I can get in and get out, especially if I, you know, I have my list and I write my list, you know, exactly where everything is at. So I just like, go, go, go. And I'm, I'm able to, to get out of there pretty quickly. But my favorite, favorite aisle no joke is the coffee aisle. And sometimes even if I don't have to buy coffee or I'm not buying something from that aisle, I go down that aisle just to take a big whiff of it. It's just, a, it smells really good. And then the, you know, the grocery store that I go to, they sell uh, coffee beans that you can buy in bulk. Now they're already roasted. Um, but I mean that, that area right there makes it smell even, uh, it's, it's even the, the aroma is even stronger there. So I love going down that one. All right, continue down, continuing down this article, maybe continuing down this aisle. Uh, what happens to coffee that's too old? When coffee is too old, the oils begin to oxidize and the coffee loses flavor no matter how well packed it is. In addition to losing its flavor, coffee that is too old might even develop a foul taste. That is because the oils in the coffee have gone rancid. Understand that the rate at which coffee goes bad depends on several factors, including the type of coffee, how it is packaged, and the environment in which it is stored. Coffee exposed to air, moisture, and light will go bad much quicker than coffee stored in an airtight container protected from these factors. In general, it is best to consume coffee within two weeks of roasting for optimal flavor and quality. So what's the actual shelf life of coffee? As I said, the shelf life of coffee varies depending on several factors, including the type of coffee, how it is prepared, the packaging, and the storage conditions. 
For example, whole bean coffee that is stored in an airtight container in a cool, dry place away from light will last much, much longer than coffee than ground coffee that exposed to air and moisture. And guys, that's the that's the case for most most food storage, right? When you're dealing with it, it's all the same. It all plays into it. So similarly, coffee that is vacuum sealed or stored in nitrogen flushed factory packaging will last longer than almost any coffee that is packaged in a regular plastic bag. Again, as previously mentioned, coffee can still be safe to consume even after its best buy date has passed. The flavor and aroma will deteriorate over time, though, regardless of whether or not it is safe. So below are my assessments for various coffee or common types of coffee, their shelf lives and other criteria that might affect your choice of whether or not to buy it for a long-term storage. So first up is ground coffee, right? This is pretty much everything that normal people buy right at the store. Um, Sealed is going to last for six months, opened one to three months. So ground coffee is the standby for most coffee drinkers. It's common, convenient, and easy to use. However, it has some serious drawbacks for long-term storage. Ground coffee has been roasted already, which hurts shelf life, and a much greater surface area than whole bean, and that means it is far more susceptible to oxygen and off-gassing that will ruin the flavor and freshness of your coffee and eventually spoil it. Left sealed, it is okay for short-term or immediate-term storage in your stash. So next up is whole beans, and these are whole beans that are roasted. So sealed, they'll last one to two years. Opened, six to nine months. So not as convenient as ready ground, but much better for long-term storage. Whole bean coffee has a much more stable shelf life, and when kept sealed, can last for a couple of years. It remains fresher for longer because it has a smaller surface area on which oxygen acts to ruin those essential oils that make coffee coffee. Once opened, however, you should try to consume it within six to nine months or else rotate it out. And then there's whole beans, but then these are the green coffee beans. Sealed, they last five years or more. Opened, 12 months approximately. So now we're talking. If you want the best way to store coffee for a long time and you still want that legit coffee flavor, green coffee beans are your answer. These unroasted beans have a tremendously long shelf life when stored properly, and that's because they were not roasted in the first place. That speeds up spoilage. The key here is still in proper storage, an airtight container in a cool, dry place away from light and moisture. The problem, obviously, is that you must have the know-how and the means to roast the beans yourself, otherwise no coffee. And then there's instant coffee. So if you do instant coffee, sealed, it will last 10 years or longer, opened 12 months approximately. So a bad word among real coffee fans, if all you need is caffeine and some vaguely coffee-like experience, instant coffee offers virtually indefinite shelf life. You can store it in a pantry for a decade and it will last and stay safe. This is because it is prepared in a special way that removes all of the moisture that promotes spoilage, leaving only coffee solids behind. This does not mean it tastes great though, but the Achilles heel of this stuff is that fact that it starts to spoil far faster as as soon as the factory seal is breached. That dried out coffee will then start to hungrily absorb all moisture from the air, dramatically reducing its shelf life. And then of course you have brewed coffee. Of course, brewed coffee sealed will last days to weeks and then opened hours to days. So brewed coffee is a special case, not one not really fit for any long-term storage. 
What makes coffee so special is the combination of flavors and aroma. These two characteristics are integral to the enjoyment of a good cup of joe. Unfortunately, neither will last any significant form after brewing has taken place, whether you pack it yourself or buy a can or bottle from the store. At room temp or refrigerated, you have only hours to a few weeks at most before it becomes undrinkable or even spoils in case it contains dairy products. Nice for a treat, but a bad bet for prepping. So what are the ideal storage conditions for coffee? We've kind of already talked about these, but let's go over these. The ideal storage condition for coffee are cool, dry, and dark. Coffee should be stored in an airtight container away from moisture, heat, and light. This will help to maximally preserve the flavor and aroma of the coffee, whatever form it is in. Freezing can add up to 50% additional storage life to any given coffee, kind of coffee detailed above. For extended storage, freezing is the ideal way to prolong the shelf life of any type of coffee. However, it's important to ensure that the coffee is stored in suitable containers to prevent moisture and other odors from keep getting in. Coffee is itself not too vulnerable to freezer burn, but any moisture that gets in and then freezes can ruin it. This is why repeated openings of the freezer door causes problems. So when you're ready to use the coffee, remove it from the freezer and let it come up slowly to room temperature before opening the container. I highly recommend you pop it in the fridge for about a day, then bring it out to room temperature to completely thaw. Never try to defrost your coffee in the microwave or oven. That won't work like you hope. Uh, Yeah, don't do that. So how should you pack your coffee for long-term storage? Coffee always does best in this factory-sealed package, assuming it is vacuum-sealed and nitrogen-purged. However, if you're looking for long-term storage that you can do yourself, vacuum packing is a great option. Vacuum packing removes all of the air from the container, be it bag or jar, and so reduces the risk of oxidation and helps to keep the coffee fresh. Mylar bags are another great option for long-term storage since they are inherently airtight, if not damaged. These bags are made from a special material that all three of our enemies, moisture, oxygen, and light, or keep moisture, oxygen, and light from entering. Mylar bags can also be used in conjunction with vacuum packing or oxygen absorbers for added shelf life. Other viable but inferior methods of packing coffee for long-term storage include using glass jars or resealable plastic freezer bags. Just understand that the better your container and the better your conditions, the longer your coffee will last. So how much coffee should be stored at once? The amount of coffee you should keep in your stockpile depends on your personal preference and consumption habits. If you drink coffee every day and go through it quickly, you may need to stash a truly sizable amount for a rainy day. However, if you prefer to stock up only for emergencies as a hedge against fatigue or for other consumption, you might want to store only a few bags just in case. For the real caffeine fiends, you'll need to track how much coffee you consume daily, figure out how much coffee grounds are required to produce that much, then purchase and store accordingly. Let's say that you are a statistically average coffee drinker and drink two cups of coffee a day, each being eight ounces. If you use a standard coffee maker, it should take anywhere from one to three tablespoons of grounds to make one eight ounce coffee cup. So we'll split the difference and say two tablespoons is the benchmark for an eye-opening cup of coffee worth drinking. You might need a little more or less depending on your own and your family's preference. Now, knowing how many tablespoons we need, we can figure out how much actual coffee we need if we know what a tablespoon of grounds weighs. Generally, a single tablespoon of coffee weighs around one quarter of an ounce, but that can vary significantly depending on the coarseness of the grind. Using our recipe above, that means half an ounce of coffee. 
With all these variables in mind, the following guidelines can be used as a rule of thumb for, co- for ground coffee. But remember that the best way to establish your own consumption rate is to track it for a week and to extrapolate from there. So a one-month supply for one person would be about 30 ounces or 1.8 ounce. Uh, uh, one, I'm sorry, 1.8 pounds. Three months would be 90 ounces or 5, 5.4 pounds. And a six-month supply would be 10.8 pounds. For two people, you're looking at 3.6 pounds for a month, 10.8 pounds for three months, and 21.4 pounds for six months. And then for four people, of course, I mean, you're just adding, doubling all those, 7.5 pounds for three months, 21.4, and then for six months, 42.8 pounds. That's a lot for six months when you start really thinking about it. So as you can see, a family of coffee drinkers will really go through the coffee, even drinking just two cups a day. If everyone is drinking many more cups of coffee or likely or likes really strong coffee, meaning more tablespoons needed per cup, you will need a lot more coffee than what is shown here. And as always, storing more coffee will require more space. When deciding how much coffee to store, consider the storage space you have available and how much coffee you will realistically need in a given scenario. You know, that's the that's always the issue, right? Is space. <laughs> you know, what would we do with all the space we we could uh, we could muster? All right, uh, let's go ahead. We're getting close to the end here. When is the best time to rotate your coffee? The best time to rotate coffee is whenever it is needed and preferably before the known bad date we learned about above. When pulling your old coffee from stores to either use up in your daily life or just to discard, remember to always take the old coffee out first. This is known as the first in first out principle and following it means that most of your stock will always be fresh and trustworthy. To facilitate this, always date your stores and mark with marker or label so you can know precisely how old any given quantity is. You can't trust the best buy date as we learn. As with any stored perishable supplies, it's important to periodically inspect your coffee and check its freshness to ensure that it hasn't, hasn't indeed gone bad. But to do that, you'll need to break the seal, meaning you'll be accelerating spoilage. It is a trade-off, but real experience and knowledge of what you can expect from your emergency coffee is priceless. So one way to test the freshness of your coffee is to smell it. If the coffee smells stale or rancid, it's likely past its prime. Assuming it does not smell obviously horrid, brew a cup and taste it. If the coffee tastes flat or sour, it's likely gone truly bad. Know that ultimately it is only by performing regular rotation and sample tests with your stored coffee that you can determine how long it can truly last before it goes bad. All right. Good article and especially meaningful for those of us who do drink coffee. I mean, it's it's one of those things. The issue is that if you are a regular coffee drinker and then all of a sudden you go cold turkey, you're going to have some awful headaches. And if you've ever dealt with that before, you know you you will you will experience that. So I had a uh, I had a family member once a cousin who try to do the low carb thing and on it, you, you know, you're supposed to not have any caffeine and stuff like that. And she tried to go cold Turkey. I mean, like completely cold Turkey. And I told her, you don't want to do that. Why don't you start, start, you know, weaning yourself off and go ahead and, and, and go that way. But she didn't listen. She went cold Turkey and her husband came home from work and she was sitting on the couch, like shivering, freaking out, you know, and uh, she was trying to, you know, push through, but he said, this is kind of ridiculous because she was just like, you know, just, she looked crazy. So he went and brewed a cup of coffee, gave it to her. She drank it and like, it all went away. 
And so different people are going to react differently to, to coffee and, and, and what it does to you. But I mean, you know, I've, I've dealt with that headache thing before, right? Where you haven't had coffee or caffeine and, and you deal with it. So a couple of things, they talked about, you know, the green coffee beans here and roasting it yourself. And I got to tell you, that's some of the best coffee I've ever had, uh, you know, where you buy green coffee beans and then you roast them. And it's not very hard. There's plenty of videos on YouTube that will, I mean, people actually doing it and you can, you know, they walk you through it. Um, The only thing that you you need to remember, though, is the coffee bean, the shell is going to start, uh, I don't know, for lack of better term, starts flaking off. I know that there's like specific words for these. I can't remember what they are, but they'll start breaking and start kind of peeling off. And if you do it and you're supposed to like blow across the, the, the beans to like you blow it out, right? So you're not dealing with it. If you do that in your in your kitchen, you're going to have a big mess of that stuff all over the place. Right. And so you really, I I didn't do it inside. I did it outside on my camping stove and it was really easy to, um, you know, to, to deal with it there, but it's not really hard. You know, you start, you start roasting it. You make sure that you are moving the beans around. They're just not sitting over the fire. They'll start turning uh, colors, you know, like a brown, and then they'll start turning a little darker. You'll hear uh, there's a crack that you'll hear, and that's like the shell coming off. And then you uh, keep going, and you'll hear another crack. And you know, it just and then really from there, it depends on how strong you want your coffee, you know. And I I think the the first time I did it, I did like a batch. I did two batches. I did a batch that wasn't as dark. And then I did another batch that was a little darker and I mixed them together and that was like the best coffee ever. And so it is, and it's not hard to do. Uh, I still have coffee beans in cans, green coffee beans in cans that I bought from Camping Survival years ago when they were an advertiser on Prepper website. And uh, so, I mean, they're, they're still there and ready to go. And again, I I believe that you could probably get a lot more uh, life out of your coffee if you do the green coffee beans and you use mylar bags and oxygen absorbers, and then of course if you keep it in a, you know in a in a cool dry uh, place and the temperatures are below you know you know different I mean, you know we've talked about this on the exclusive email group recently you know if you can keep it anywhere like 50, 60 degrees and maybe you have a basement or you have a root cellar and you're able to, to keep it down there. uh, I think, you know, you can keep it for a lot longer than just five years. Um, you know, and so that's just kind of the way that I, that I've looked at it. I know that I've had green coffee beans that I've used that were long older than five years and, and, and they were good. And so you can just try it and your mileage might vary. I, I bet it probably depends on the type of coffee too. But um, that, you know, plays into to, to the part. The freezing the coffee, uh, I've done that as well. So when our church was meeting face-to-face, we had a lot of coffee drinkers. And one of the guys would always, he would buy a big supply of, of coffee. And uh, they, were, they, were already, they were already roasted, but he would keep them in the freezer. And we would go through them pretty quickly. But when we decided to just go completely online, um, he's like, Hey, I, I'm not, I'm not a big coffee drinker. I'm not going to go through all this coffee. And so they needed to be grinded. And at that time we were grinding 
Uh, and so, you know, I'm like, sure, man, if you're just going to toss them, I'll take them. And I put them in the freezer and we went through them one by one and they stayed fresh and it was great coffee. And, you know, I, I loved doing that fresh uh, grind every single morning, you know, and so it had, we had an electric grinder and we still have it. And you throw in as you know, what you need and boom, I made it always a little bit stronger than the normal and throw it, threw it in the, the coffee pot and it worked really, really well. So if you've never had coffee that way, that's a, that's a way to go. Um, one of the other things here is, okay, what do you do when you realize you can't get any more coffee? Like you've, you, maybe we're, you know, SHTF, the end of the world as we know it, and you're not going to be able to get any coffee. What do you do? So of course you need to start weeding yourself off of it. I've always said that I'm going to experiment with this and I just, I, I never wind up doing it because in the morning, my mornings are kind of chaotic and I'm trying to get going and, and all that good stuff. But one of the things that I thought about is, okay, you, you pour your coffee grounds into the coffee maker and then, you know, and I've done this before, like when we've been low, you add more coffee grounds to that the next day. And, you know, it might not be as strong, but you, it's, it's, it's decent, right? And it's enough, you know, at least it gets you through that day so that you're able to go to the grocery store. But what if you were doing that on a regular basis? Like how long, how much could you go with that? So if you were taking out your coffee grounds and the ones that were used and maybe separating them out so that they don't mold, but then you keep adding to what is there, you know, depending on how much you're making. And then if you're doing that, you're getting less and less caffeine as you're going, but you're still getting a little bit of caffeine, you know? And then, so maybe you, you're able to, uh, you know, eventually wean yourself off and should be drinking a lot of water at that time as well, because that will help, you know, to, to flush your system as well. So I think that would be kind of the route that you would need to take. You definitely don't want to go cold Turkey when, uh, when you are in, you know, the end of the world as we know it, and you don't, you know, you don't have caffeine and you're going cold Turkey on that one. Well, I'm, I'm interested to, to know how many people actually drink coffee out there. I would suspect a lot of people drink coffee. I know some people will say, Hey, you can, you know, make coffee out of you know, all different kinds of things, you know, um, there, you know, and I've seen videos and I've read articles and I, I know that I put those articles on prepper website. The, the, the thing is like, who's really going to do that, right? Who's really going to, that might be a good substitute if you have to have that warm cup of coffee. But if you're, you know, if that's not your thing, you're going to deal with different tastes and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know, that might be something that you might want to try. I mean, if you live out in a rural setting and, or you're able to grow those different types of things, that might be something to, to look at and see if you can grow that. So if you really need that hot cup of coffee-like substance, you know, you can, you can drink those. And I know different people have had different types of things. You can make coffee from a, a lot of different coffee, like drink from a lot of different, and I'm doing air quotes. I know you can, you can't see it cause this is a podcast, but coffee like drink and you, uh, you know, you, you might need that to be able to, to survive. Um, but it's, it's, you can't just grow coffee. I think you can grow coffee in Hawaii if you're listening in the United States. And then I know of some people that have grown coffee in uh, Florida, 
but besides that, you're just not going to grow coffee, you know, anywhere in the United States. It's just, uh, we're, we're not, we, we don't have the climate for it. So that's going to be, that's a, another thing maybe people think about as that's not really the way to go. So you really need to kind of think about that. You know, what would you do in that kind of situation? Uh, I remember during COVID going, even going through the, 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 the coffee aisle, there were some, you know, weird coffees that you never heard of people, you know, started showing up. And, uh, you know, people were like, Hey, we're trying to bring in different kinds of coffee, different kinds of things that that happened with green beans and vegetables and can other canned goods as well. But, you know, it's like, Hey, we're going to bring in whatever we can, but when it's all gone, what are you going to do? Well, guys, like always, I'm going to link to this article over at survival Sullivan. So you can go check it out, click on the links, click on the video, and uh, maybe get a little bit more information and think about what you're going to do about that, that coffee, uh, as we, uh, you know, need to stockpile it and stuff. Well, that's it for episode 792. Thanks so much for hanging out with me on this one. If you found this episode valuable, I would greatly appreciate a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you my blackout checklist to know what you should do before, during, and after the lights go out. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware. Peace.